Welcome, welcome. Welcome to Speak the Word Ministries. I'm hoping that everybody's been enjoying their weekend, that things going well for you. And uh, it's going well for me. God has been good because God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Amen. Let's open, open up in a word of prayer and then we'll get into some worship. And then I do have an anointed and powerful message that I want to share with you that I know that will bless your souls. It will be life changing and you'll be so happy as God ministers to you life, truth and liberty. Amen. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy, which endures forever. Thank you, Father God, that you're faithful. And we spend time right now with you to hear your voice, to worship you in spirit and truth, and to learn how to be more accurate in the way that we present our lives to those that need to hear Jesus. So, Father, again, thank you for those that are watching now and those that will watch later. I pray that you bless them, that you strengthen them, and that you heal them and meet every need according to your riches and glory. In Christ Jesus, we pray. And God's people said... Amen and amen. We're going to start off with come. Now's the time to worship because you know what? It's time to worship God. Amen. In spirit and truth. Here we go. Come. Now is the time to worship. That's right. Come. Now is the time to give your heart. Give your heart. confess you are God. One day every knee will bow. Still the greatest treasure remains for those who gladly choose you now. Willingly we choose to surrender our lives. Willingly our knees will bow. With all our hope, soul, mind, and strength, we gladly choose you Worship. Come, now is the time to worship. Come, now is the time to give your heart. Come, just as you are to worship. Come, just as you are. enter into his rest church enter into his love and his liberty let him set you free and whatever uh, difficulties you may have or people that you know that might be going through it just focus on the spirit of god and on his word and things are going to be okay this song is entitled clean hands you may know it and you may not but that's okay just allow the spirit of god to speak to you amen we bow our hearts we bend our knees Spirit, come make us humble. We turn our eyes from evil things. Oh, 
can still be found. We're living in the pre-tribulation days. The rapture is the next great event that's going to happen. And after that is the tribulation. And I don't wish that on anybody. So be ready in your hearts and be prepared for the coming of the Lord is, is coming soon for His church. The next great event, the rapture. So that's why this next song is very fitting. It's Humble Thyself. And so you can just listen and let the Spirit of God touch you right where you're at. Amen. Myself. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. Amen. And he Oh, 
Jesus will lift you up, church. People of God, if you just seek him out and you just humble yourself in his sight, he will make the impossible possible. He will make a way where there is no way. That's what the word of God tells us. And you can rest assured that God is faithful to his word and it will come to pass for those of us that believe. Amen. Next time I'm going to sing is going to be, Come, I could sing of your love forever. Amen.
forever, church. He is worthy to be praised and honored. So let's just light that fire. Maybe you're not feeling the Lord as you like you usually do. Maybe you're in a rut. Maybe you've been attacked by the devil and your mind or just things at work, uh, maybe family or having issues. So many things that come at us during the week that sometimes it sideswipes us. And you know what? It's okay to say, God, here I am. I cry out to you. I desire that you would like fill me again with your spirit. Light that fire in me so that I can be used for your purpose and for your plan. Amen. So let's, let's light that fire again. Amen. And amen. prayer for all of us. We need to be baptized afresh and anew every day with God's Spirit. We need to meet with Him. We need to allow the Spirit of God to minister to our lives. And in worship, is a great way to do that. You know, pr- play a praise song. I mean, if, if you're needing to be re-energized, if you need to be refocused, if whatever it is that the child of God needs in worship, we can break that yoke of bondage. We can break that, that thing that's over us, that's trying to get a hold of us. You just worship Him in Spirit and Truth, church, and He will minister to you amen and in turn you can minister to others and that's really what it's all about and that leads us into our next song in the secret because we need to have that secret time with the lord not that it's a secret but it's our our personal time what we call a personal relationship that we talk to god and we 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 minister to him and he ministers to us and it's just a great thing to spend time with god every day amen so in the secret here we go
to me so many times in my life when I was up and when I was down. God just, he speaks to this song and I hope it blesses your heart. I hope it fills you and it meets your needs according to God's riches and glory. And this is called, I give you my heart or this is my desire. Every morning. 
to lift up the name of Jesus and I know that's what you want to do and we want to be a blessing for life amen it's so important to allow the spirit of God to work in us we all have a testimony to give right that is a testimony because we went through the test and now we have the money <laughs> the testimony so a little bit of humor there you got to forgive me sometimes that happens you know give me grace but we do have a testimony that Jesus Christ has changed our lives that he made something that was potentially ugly hurtful and detestable to something beautiful that was useful and that restored our lives. Amen. So that's what it's all about. So I want to do a few little announcements here before we get into the message. Um, as I'm in, in collaboration and partnership with Lifted Up Ministries, I want to just uh, share with you uh, some of the needs. Um, they recently had to uh, have their ministry vehicle, truck, uh, get some safety re repairs, which was uh, an unexpected expense. And um, it cost $1,650 to be to hurry cause with you to get it done. Um, and God is faithful, you know. And so I'm just putting the need out there. Um, if you uh, want to uh, contribute, uh, there's different ways that you can do that through PayPal, uh, lifted dash up, or actually lifted with a little dash up at minister.com and um also there's a, a cash app that is got the little dollar sign with lifted up ministry that if you use that that's another way that you can give um so and then you can also text lifted up to give um that is 602 602-932-7537 that's 602 932-7537 and you can text to give on that okay that's that's a new feature that uh lifted up ministries has and um you know we go out and we feed people we clothe people and um really the way the ministry has evolved now is that really we are mobile caseworkers so in other words what's happening is that when we go out and do these things uh we we evaluate in our spirits and see who is wanting to help to get off the street. And we've already been successful in doing that with two, two people and a third person that we actually helped uh, to move forward. And so that's really what God's put on our heart. And what we see as a bigger vision, we speak the word ministry along going with that, is speaking the word so that people can be saved, healed, and delivered. Because how many know that we can meet their physical needs and that's good? That builds rapport, that builds a, a, a relationship. But ultimately they need Jesus Christ to set them free. And so that gives us the opportunity. So if God puts on your heart that you can give to this ministry, please do, because it is a worthy ministry. Amen. 
So um, with that, uh, um, I just want to let you know that if you go to the Lifted Up Ministry, uh, there's a Facebook page as well as an app. Um, you'll find out the mission statement there, the purpose, the vision, core values, all those different things, and they'll tell you. Again, it's 501-3C, so um, it's totally tax deductible. Um, so uh, those type of things. So um, thank you for those who do support. Uh, greatly appreciated, okay? So let's go ahead and get into this message that I have for you today. Um, it's out of the spiritual warfare book that I've been uh, doing daily devotions on. I believe this is very important and relevant for us to, to hear and to learn. Uh, the scriptures that you can look up at, at your own leisure is Psalms 33, verse 4 and 5. Psalms 33, 4, 4 and 5. Ephesians chapter 3, 20. That's Ephesians chapter 3, 20. And 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 7 through 11. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 7 through 11. And it's entitled, God is all you need. Amen? God is all you need. Do you know with God as being your Lord and Savior, we are a majority. You know, because it says that wherever two are gathered in his name, asking upon anything according to his will, that we will have it. And that is true. Uh, the first thing I want to say is that God's love never fails. And uh, you can find out about God's love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, from verse 4 to 8. I won't read that today. Um, but it does say love never fails. If you, if you read there, you'll, you'll find out that's what they call the love chapter, okay? It talks about God's love. It talks about gifts and ministries and different things. It says that no matter what we do, and I'll kind of paraphrase it for you, no matter what we do in the physical, like good things, like for instance, we feed people, we clothe people, might give them a ride, whatever it might be. Those are all good things. But if we don't have love in our hearts, then it doesn't really do us any good because we're doing it out of works and out of law, you see? Uh, in Romans chapter 8, it talks about the difference between works of the law and uh, the law of love, which is the spirit. The spirit brings life, but the law brings death. So we need to have that heart of love that Jesus had. Because remember, Jesus was very compassionate on people. He went to the people that were hurting, the ones that were outcasts, and he gave them opportunity to receive him and have their life turned around and changed. Amen? And so that's, that's a biggie. That is the, the most important thing is to have the love of God. Because without the love of God, we're just doing duty. And we're not doing things out of a proper motive. So uh, <coughs> love, the love of God never fails. Amen? The next thing I want to talk to you about is God is our shelter, our refuge, and our strong tower against the enemy. This is very important to understand. Now, I want you to understand something that God does three things absolutely for us. Absolutely. I mean, there's other things he'll do for us, but these are absolute. He guides, he protect, protects, and he provides. He guides, he protects, and he provides. Always. You can be guaranteed. Once, once you become a child of God, he's doing that for you. He's guiding, he's protecting, and he's providing. He is our shelter. He is our refuge. Like, this house is God's house. You know, many people have prayed. I pray, Mom, my, my dad, and others have prayed over this house that it was dedicated to God, and it's for the purpose of the Lord. And when people come in here, they feel the peace immediately. And we're ratcheting up that it, they'll feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit that whatever they need, They'll be met. It'll be met right away. Amen. And you need to pray that over the things that you own. Because the things that you own, you're just a steward over if you are a child of God. It belongs to the Lord. You know, so you, so as a steward, you make sure you take care of God's stuff. Because I'm here to tell you, if you take care of God's stuff, he'll take care of your stuff. Always. And that's always true. So remember, God is our shelter, our refuge, and strong tower against the enemy. Because remember, the devil's out to steal, kill, and destroy but Jesus came to give life and life more abundantly. I, I give you that scripture all the time because it's important to memorize it. That's John, the Gospel of John, chapter 10, 10. The, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You identify what he does, but then you see what Jesus does because he defeated him. He gives life, life more abundantly is found in Jesus Christ. Amen. The next thing that's vitally important for, for us, especially nowadays, is trusting God at his word, having faith. Because if we trust God at his word and we have the faith to believe in his word, it will activate the blessings and the active presence of the Holy Spirit in us. Because understand that the Holy Spirit is in us. The Bible tells us that once we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, that he, he gives us the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit ministers to us the things that, that pertain to Jesus and the kingdom. And he also teaches us how to pray. That's why it's important to talk to God all the time. In the morning, throughout the day. I mean, I'm, I'm practicing that more and more all the time. And it's bringing balance into my heart. It's, it's, it's bringing peace. It's bringing harmony. It's bringing love. It's bringing joy and speaking full of glory. All these things that the world chases after in different ways that's destructive, 
God gives us freely if we just surrender to him and submit to our will, to his will, and allow his presence to fill us with the Holy Spirit. And he'll do that. So it's important to trust God at his word. Because if God said it, believe it, it is done. I've learned that over the years. If God says it, I believe it, it's done. His word is true. From cover to cover in that word of God, it is true. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Because I can tell you, I've seen his miracles. I've seen the things that God does. God is able to meet your needs. God speaks his word. And guess what? The next thing that will happen is it will be fulfilled. It may be fulfilled right in front of you. Maybe the next day, maybe the next week, next month. But God will fulfill his word always. He is always faithful to do that. So, so we need to trust God at his word, be faithful to his word, and watch him activate his blessings and his presence in our life so that we can in turn be a blessing. Then the next thing is God's pure love surpasses earthly ways of knowledge. Amen? So in other words, the love that God gives us that I talked about a little bit earlier, that God's love never fails, the love that God gives us is pure. It's undefiled. It's not like the love of this world. The love of this world is really lust. Because the love of this world always wants something in return, right? I mean, we've all seen that. You know, like, oh, what are you going to do for me? You know, oh, well, I did this for you, so why not? You know, it, it's conditional love. But God so loved the world, it says, that he gave his only begotten son, that whomsoever will believe on him would be saved. He gave his love unconditional. You see what I'm saying? He, he gave his love out of, out of seeing us in need. He was compassionate. So this is the love that we need to, to embrace in our own lives, so that we can be effective and that way the enemy when he comes in tries to to disrupt us or set a trap it has nothing in us because we're walking in that love of jesus which is unconditional and so it's, it surpasses earthly ways of knowledge matter of fact if you look in isaiah it'll tell you about how god's ways is as far as the earth is from the heavens so is god's ways from our ways so that's why we need the holy spirit to help us to learn about God's ways and about his presence and about how he wants us to conduct our lives here on earth. Amen? The next thing is this, is as we come to God and humble ourselves to his will, only then will we experience lasting peace and joy and the overflow of the eternal hope that is found in Jesus. Let me say that again. As you and me, as we come to God and humble ourselves, just like the song we sang, humble ourselves inside the Lord, as we humble ourselves to God's will, only then is when we will experience the lasting peace, the joy unspeakable full of glory, and the overflow of the eternal hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Because we have an eternal hope, church. Remember how I always talk, I always talk about having an eternal mindset? See through the eyes of eternity, hear through the eyes of eternity, because the temporal is just that. It's not going to last forever. One day it's going to end. As a matter of fact, when me and you are gone, if we were to leave now planet Earth today, whether we died or whether the trumpet sounded and we're caught up in the rapture, everything that's temporal is not going with us. Your problems aren't going with you. My problems aren't going with me. You know, my bank account, as little as it might be, is not going with me. Thank God. Praise God. I'll go to him there. Just kidding there. But you get the you get the picture of what I'm saying. That the temporal sometimes overtakes us because we're, we're really kind of lose our balance sometimes and don't realize that we live for eternity. Do you realize we live for eternity? And the beautiful thing about our eternity is that one day we'll be in heaven with Jesus. One day we'll be walking with him and talking with him. We'll be at the Lamb's Supper. Amen? That day is coming. But until then, we're here on earth as his servants, as his ambassadors to speak truth and love. You know, just, just, that's why I speak the word. Speak the word. Truth and love because... This rebellious, perverted generation that we live in needs to hear it. Not out of criticism now that we're better than them because we're not. We're saved. But we know whom we place our trust in. We know what we're speaking is truth and it's, it's rooted in unconditional love. And it can change people from the guttermost to the uttermost. Amen. It's, the Bible says that he took me from the miry clay and he placed me on a rock to stay. Amen. That rock is Jesus and he's solid. Amen and amen. And the, and the last thing I want to talk about this evening is God's love will empower the child of God to do the works of healing, to, to see the miraculous and pray for the miraculous and watch it happen, to prophesy, to have discernment, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and all gifts that God has distributed to his church, to his body. They are available to those that believe and act on the word of God. Amen. See, here's the thing, church. 
I've, I've been a, a believer now for over 40, well, yeah, over 40 years. 1979 in July is when I gave my heart to the Lord. I was filled with the Holy Spirit in 1987, the summer of 1987. And I've seen things that have changed from when I was first saved and learning about my prophetical calling on my, over my life. And I've seen a lot of things change, and so have you, if you've been around for any length of time, and just even in the last five years, right? But what I'm talking about is the church. And when I say the church, I'm not talking about a building. I'm talking about you, and I'm talking about me. We are the church. The place that we gather together and worship, that's just a building and a place. Because once we leave it, guess what? It's still a building and a place, because the church is left, you know? So we need to understand that. I think... From what I've seen, and this is not to be critical, but this is to be discerning and understand this, and I think you'll agree with me, is that many of our churches, unfortunately now, have become social clubs. They become men-pleasers rather than God-pleasers, and they don't speak the truth, speak the word, as God has said for us to do that. You know, I remember like in the mid-80s, I think it was, early 80s for sure, probably, probably just as we turned into 70s, you heard this word, and I know you're going to recognize it when I say it, tolerance. You really need to be tolerant. And you know what? If you look at that in its context of tolerance, I won't disagree with the, with the definition of tolerance. I understand that. However, that was a ploy of the devil to shut the mouth of the church. Because once they started pushing that propaganda, if you will, of tolerance, because the tolerance they were talking about wasn't an equally Webster Dictionary tolerance. It was, oh, you're a Christian, don't judge me, just be tolerate me, tolerate me. So what ended up happening? Look at all manners of evil that have crept into the church. Look at all manners of perversion that we see on TV. And we don't even have to, you don't have to look at X-rated movies. You just turn on regular TV, which I don't, by the way, I don't watch hardly nothing on TV. Just a little bit of some things, but because it's, it's so filled with, with garbage. You know the old saying, garbage in what? Garbage out. Now, I'm not saying this to say that, hey, I'm better than anyone else and I'm more righteous than anyone else. I'm not. But I am righteous because of Jesus. He put his blood over me. So when he sees, sees me, he goes, oh, he's my son. He's complete. He's good because Jesus forgave us of sin's past, sin's present, and sin's future. But we need to recognize the time that we're in. The time that we're in is evil. It's pre-tribulation, <coughs> excuse me, pre-tribulation days before the rapture happens. That's the next great event. And I'm here to tell you as, a, as an end-time prophet of God that we need to make our path straight and prepare ye the way of the Lord. He's coming back. And it's like a thief in the night is what he, he describes this, this coming back for his church. That some of us will be slumbering. Because we'll have loved the world more than we have loved God. We will not have dedicated ourselves like we should. We'll be playing games, if you will. And I'm not here to call you out on that unless, of course, the Spirit of God tells me to say something. I'm going to. But ordinarily, I'm not going to tell you, you know, about what's going on because you already know. It's between the Holy Spirit and you and God that you need to, to get right. But I'm telling you, church, we need to get right now with God because perilous times are right around the corner. I don't have to convince you of that. Look what's happened this year. 2020. Well, like I said before, 2020 has been revealing to the worldly people, but it's also been a wake-up call for the people of God to have 2020 vision of what Jesus is saying to us, to get right and to follow the Spirit of God, to walk in the Spirit. Because I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't serve a religion. Now, hear me out when I say this. I do not. I don't serve a religion. I don't serve a denomination. Now, hear me out now, because you're going to think, oh, what are you saying, Pastor? Are you a prophet? Are you crazy? What are you talking about? No. Jesus, look, look in the book of Acts. Look in the Gospels. Jesus went and said, receive me as your personal Lord and Savior. Jesus called his people what? Disciples. What does the Great Commission say? The Great Commission doesn't say, oh, um, you know, when, you, when people get saved, uh, send them to this denomination or that denomination or that place down there. Or, or, or He didn't even say call them Christians. You know that we weren't called Christians until in Antioch of Syria? Read it in Acts. You'll find out. Guess what we were called? Disciples of Jesus Christ. Look it up. Matthew 28, 16 through 19, I believe. It's called the Great Commission. Now, I'm not against denominations. If you want to be a denomination, hey, I'm not, I, hear what I'm not saying. I'm not against that. That's fine. You still love God. You receive, the, you receive Jesus Christ. Hey, amen. But what I am trying to say as an end-time prophet is that you better get walking in the Spirit if you're not. Because if you're not walking in the Spirit, you're going to be deceived. And, if you're, and the Bible even says in Matthew 24, even the elect would be, what? Deceived if possible. Look at Matthew 24 and see how many times Jesus says, 
don't be deceived three times. See if I'm wrong. You check it out. So if he said something one time, it's very important, right? If he says something two times, you better take notice. But if he says it three times, you better like be very serious because that means that there's going to be a lot of deception going on. And I'll have to convince you about that. There is a lot of deception going on. For what I'm saying to you right now, and people that I would freely tell that outside of these walls, no problem, because I love the Lord. I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. And yes, you can call me Christian. That's fine. I'm not saying you not to do that, okay? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to point out that the title isn't what makes you in relationship with God. It's the heart. Because even God said himself, if you go all the way back to Samuel anointing the next king, he went to the house of Jesse, and he's looking at the sons. He saw this this beautiful son that, I mean, strong, handsome, had the bronze tan. I mean, he was like a 10 for you ladies, right? Like, he had it all going on. But God says, guess what, Samuel? I don't choose like you people do out of the eyes of your flesh. I look at the heart. So it's the heart of the matter. What is in the person's heart? God knows. It's called a personal relationship. And we serve him what? In spirit and truth. That's why Nicodemus, when he met with Jesus, and you've heard me teach on this too, in John 3, 3, what did Jesus tell Nicodemus? Unless you are born again, you will by no means see the kingdom of God. And if, you know, then what, what did Nicodemus say? Well, he was in the flesh. He's thinking, well, how are you going to jump in your mom's womb again and be born a second time? She's thinking, man, that doesn't even make sense to me. Well, of course it's not going to make sense to you if you're just thinking in your flesh, in your mind, because it's spirit and it's truth. And even Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, I taught on that as well. What did he tell the Samaritan woman? Well, she says, well, you Jews say we're supposed to worship down at the temple in Jerusalem. But we Samaritans, we worship up on Jacob's mountain. So which is it, Jesus? And Jesus looked at him and says, it's neither. It's neither in the temple, it's neither on the mountain. But those that worship me, what? Worship me in spirit and truth. So that's why we need to be led by the spirit. That's why we need to seek God every day, throughout the day. Holy Spirit, what is it that you would desire me to do? And guess what? He will. And if there's things in our life that need to be changed, if we're talking to the Holy Spirit, he's going to help us with that. We don't need people to tell us what's wrong. I mean, they can pray for us. Amen. Pray for people. But it's the Holy Spirit's work that he will do to help us so that we can minister the way he wants us to minister, that we can walk the way he wants us to walk. He even teaches us how to pray. Amen. So that's my message for today. I hope it blessed you. I hope that it ministered to your heart. And again, I'm on YouTube as well. So share and like these, these, these messages if they're ministering to you. And um, I'm going to continue to do this because of what God has told me to do in these last days. And I just want to know I love you guys. I'm praying for you. I appreciate each and every one of you that's, that prays for me and supports me. Uh, uh, it blesses me, okay? So I pray that your families are doing well, that things are going well for you, and I'm praying for you as well. So remember this. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. And today is no exception, my friends. So go in the love of Jesus and have a wonderful week. And I'll be doing the daily devotions tomorrow. And so, uh, again, tune in for those every day. They'll be there on YouTube and on, on Facebook. Uh, speak the word. Yes. In, in Jesus' name. Uh, I'm going to play a song, but we're, we're done. I hope that you guys have a, have a wonderful week. And uh, be blessed. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and sing this song, last song, as we're, we're, we're closing it up. Uh, the, the song I love to sing that I have to get to it right there. You know what it is? Oh, it's come, now's the time to worship, amen. Come, now is the time to worship. Come, now is the time to give your heart. Come, just as you are.
See you the next time. Take care.